Welcome. It's delayed a bit, but so is the exit from Tulsa. Sesame Pod with Stanford Steve. And um, look, it's a it's been a lousy week, and it, we know that the seriousness of the real world is is um, it's heavy, man. Heavy, heavy, heavy. And maybe having a couple of days to just kind of breathe and think is helpful. And now we can hopefully just be a, a diversion and, and have some laughs and some chatter about last week and um, and do what we always do uh, here on SV Pod with Stanford Steve. And that's just uh, chop up what's going on in the world of sports and in our world. And our world uh, was Tulsa last week, wasn't it, big boy? Yes, it was. Thank you again to everybody there. Unbelievable event. Got to see firsthand what you guys do as a golf crew. Logging some hours and not a lot of whole else. Um, People asking, you know, where'd you go Thursday, Friday, Saturday night? To the hotel. Back to the hotel. To bed. Um, Yeah. Bunker down. Uh, But it was tremendous, man. Uh, Being able to follow those guys Sunday. Uh, locked in on JT and all that came with it as he was, you know, the first group that ended up being contention late. But then, you know, around that back nine, being able to be there for all those shots uh, was incredible. Now let's back up a week ago when we did the pod. Yeah. We were really uncertain about the direction the evening was going to go because we were going to meet up with internet oh, friend yeah. Bunk- Bunky Perkins. Yeah. Well, shout to Bunky, a real human. Bon Vivant of Tulsa took us to a joint called Smoke. If you're in Tulsa, go. Get the, what was that? It was like a pork belly starter. Some kind uh, of There was bacon, pork rinds jam. and jam. And it bro. was scrumptious. <laughs> bro, just <laughs> go with Bunky if you can and let him start ordering because... He ordered. I paid because you know me. I, I I want to ensure that you get the next one. So we'll we'll let Bunky get the next one. But great dude. Um, it's 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 what a bizarre world. Like especially our industry. I feel like I know so many people, Steve, who I don't know know, but we know each other in this odd Twitter shared interest category, right? Yeah. And, Bunky was just that guy, and I'm, he lives in Tulsa, and so he was the guy that we needed to meet up with. And anyway, uh, that was fun. And then I just I enjoyed having you along for the ride because you've seen you know all the big stuff. You just you were at the Final Four, obviously Super Bowls, college football playoffs, NBA Finals. I mean, you've been to all the stuff. Seeing a golf major from the vantage point, you got to see it. Walking up close, walking in the down the fairways and with Max Homa and Taylor Gooch and Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay on a Tuesday, I think it was. Yep. And then being there truly in the arena Sunday with Justin Thomas as he's in the midst of this oh. historic comeback. It's really hard to explain to people. When you see it from where you saw it, what it is those dudes do, isn't it? It's I, – I can't – I can't say enough. And, you know, I'll go back to Thursday and Friday, Scott, when 
the conditions were something I never seen. Those guys playing in that humidity and being in the media tent waiting to help with interviews, for example, to see Tiger come down. And I mean, he's dripping. Like he walked sweat. out of a like he dropped walked out of a car wash. Yeah, or he jumped in a pool. Like right. that. I mean, that's what it was. And they didn't make it any easier on the players as the 18th green, you have to go up, up, up past the 10 and 1 tees, which is the highest point of the course. Yep. Then you got to go across the street. Then you got to go over the media tent. And then the thing with the media tent is we still have the COVID protocol. So everything's outside. Those guys are just looking for a water to dump on their heads. And <laughs> they want to get the hell out of there and get back home to their home where I'm sure has central air and air conditions, knowing that they're at hotels, Airbnbs, houses. You know, the whole nine. So that was the first get, but you could just feel it ramping up. Uh, you know, a guy that's been on this pod a bunch, uh, Kyle Morikawa, was going to go up to him. No chance I was going up to him after his first two rounds. I could just see it in his face, not happy. And I get it, man. Like, as personal as those guys want to be, there's still a time where they have their focus and it's their time. I feel there's these hangers on that really, really can't see that. And I'm like, you got to give these guys their space, man. They just walked out of what you call and people call their arena. Like, it, it, there, there's no break, and they're dying to get back to the clubhouse. So it's just, man, let them go. We're going to be back here. Yeah, we, we saw Justin Thomas Wednesday. It's hot as hell. He's working mm. with his dad in the bunker. And there's a, re- there's a really simple – to me, it's like playing poker, and there's a tell. We see Scotty Scheffler, and he was in the short game area, and he's working. Yep. He tur- he turns and looks at us and starts talking about the Mavericks and the and the yeah. Suns and that series. He was at game three of that one, and you start chit-chatting. He's inviting you in. He's working, yeah. but he's not grinding. Justin's in a bunker, and he looks up and gives you what's up, but I, I'm looking, and I'm like, nope. And... Mm-mm. Just gave him a wave and said, play well, boys. We'll see you. And I shot him a note later. I was like, hey, man, I didn't want to be in your space. I go, no, no problem. I said, no, no, that's your office, man. And you got to read the room. And to be fair, I mean, if you're there and you're supposed to interview somebody when the rounds are done, I mean, you got to go try to uh, poke the bear and see what kind of chit chat you can get. But Mm -hmm. you were there. I was not. I spent a lovely seven hours uh, in the Charlotte airport on Sunday. What a treat. Mm-hmm. What a treat. I told this story about on the Stu Gatz podcast about the guy that asked me, are you that guy? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. He's like, yeah, you, you Rex? I'm like, uh, no. Because uh. you, you look like Rex. I'm like, I got it, buddy. Thanks. Been here for f-ing six hours. Keep it, <laughs> keep it get, moving. Did you give him a pal or no? Did you give him a no, I, mi- I, I might have. <laughs> I, I was sitting in those rocking chairs, man. I walked back and forth from B to Seagate's trying to get on like eight different flights to Baltimore or Washington. After the flight, I got kicked off of because I was told I wasn't going to make it in time for the Connect, only to get there an hour ahead of it and then mm-hmm. not have any room on it. The upside, though, was in the six hours I got to watch the golf, which you were there in person. Yeah. Side note, I. You ever seen airport drunks? Oh, I was. Many. I witnessed just an. It was mesmerizing. 
there were these two guys talking to these two gals, and I don't think any of them were together originally, but there was one guy who was the fireball buyer guy, and they're loud, oh. and they're like, <laughs> and they're just, and you're, I'm just staring at him trying to figure out what is the story of this dynamic? And I, I can't, I, I'm looking up and we got Zalatoris and Thomas are going to be in a playoff, but I'm trying to figure out, are these, these people know each other or are they just airport drunk? And this may lead to something, but then what something is it going to lead to? You know, what do you think? What are you going to hook up behind the Philip seafood and the B gate? What are you doing? You live in Sacramento. She's going to Kansas City, man. This is there's this is not gonna work. But if you've had enough fireball, I guess maybe, or maybe they were knew each other. I have no idea. But we I'm standing there next to these people that are also watching the golf, and I'm like, what, what do we got here? Like, I don't know. I can't figure it out either. Like, do you think they know each other? He's like, I don't think I think the one guy's trying to like God love him. Anyway. As I'm watching that, you're actually following Justin Thomas, who's putting a, a, a move on, and you yeah. were there on 18. What happened? First off, I was there on six, and I know it's been documented. They didn't show it on the broadcast. He, I'm dying to talk to him about it. It's the worst golf shot I've ever seen. A shank. He shanks one on the, off the six tee and hits it basically on the third green. Somehow, he only bogeyed that hole. And six was the hole – Walking that course where I finally saw Sunday, they put the pin straight ahead. It was dead, 215 yards straight ahead. Not only wind as the day went on, I'm like, that's going to be a hole where guys are going to birdie. They put it behind, they put the pin behind the bunker on one day and then the other bunker on the other day. This today, Sunday, it was straight ahead. He failed that one. We go to seven, he gets back, eight comes close, misses a birdie putt. Then he starts finding something. You can just tell Bones is telling him, like, just stay with this. As you're watching Pereira behind you, drop strokes. Yeah. And so, you know, he does his thing. Birdie's 17. Place is going nuts. Now we know we got action. So I'm in a spot where I'm in between the 17th green and the 18th tee. So I can see it. And then when those guys come to the 18th tee, I just walk back towards the little tent they had uh, where there were some people getting after it. We'll talk about that guy. Like our, air, like our airport people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was fireball being downed, I will tell you that. But Justin steps up to the tee on 18, Scott. And if you're watching, and I was wait, I asked everybody. They couldn't hear it. He's right over the ball. He's got his driver in his hand. He's ready to hit a missile. And then it's dead silent, and all you hear is, one minute, last call. One minute, last call. <laughs> and Justin, like, like you know, exhales a laugh, looks over at Bones, and Bones is right next, right in one step in front of me, and Bones, like, looks down and back at me, like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm like, I, you can't laugh. You, 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 in, the, in the most important time here, you get silent. And Justin, I give him credit, he steps away, has a laugh, and then steps back over and just hits and just annihilates his driver. And then I stayed there because the next group, uh, I think it was um, answer, and I forgot who he was playing with, but then you still Shamus had – power? Shamus yeah. power, maybe? Oh, he doesn't mind hitting the ball. And uh, then you had Zaltoris and Young, and then obviously Mito and, and that whole thing. 
So I stayed on the ATT because I'm like, this is a this is a good spot. These people behind us are getting after it. As they're every golfer's walking to the tee box, there's one guy up there. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I he had to be twenty for twenty. Every single golfer walking up to him, he's like, don't even think about it. Hammer to driver. Hammer to driver. And well, sure enough, answer hits one in the water. He's steaming. And then Zalatoris and Young come up and just hit lasers. And I'm like, all right. I thought by the crowd roar, Justin birdied 18. So I kept looking over to see the scoreboard. I'm like, he didn't hurry that. Like everybody was just going crazy. He had the loudest, the loudest uh, gallery all day, no doubt. So I was like, "All right, I'm going to go back. If this thing ends, prayer has just got to, you know, get home on 18." So I sprint back to the compound, sit down. Andy North, Pereira's teeing up, and then that happens. Don't be and afraid to hit the driver. Hammer the driver. But and you know what? I get it. He hit it in the creek. If he hits something less and makes bogey because he had 225 in, everyone says, you played to make a bogey, you deserve to be in a playoff. I don't want to hear it, man. I just don't want to hear it. There was a creek there. Scotty Scheffler hit in the creek on Thursday. He made a four. We were walking with Cantlay on Tuesday, and he hit it in the creek. Remember that? Because he hit and it he too had well. No idea. Yeah, he had no idea that was possible. He's yeah, like, I didn't I, think the slope was like that big. It's and then sure enough, yeah. it comes into play on the on, on Sunday in the final round. And then just to see that playoff, I I'm a fan of the I didn't I'm asking around like what's the playoff? And and then for it to be 13, 17, 18 was pretty special because I knew 17 as they moved the T box up, that was gonna be the whole what the difference was. Sure enough it was, and, and Justin gets home. Um, but incredible. The atmosphere, the electricity, that course is is awesome. Uh, the people there were great. So uh, again, shout out to Southern Hills. It was it was absolutely phenomenal to be there and feel the tension of a major. I mean, you you watch it on TV, you sense the silence, but that silence in person is way more, way more just in your face. And and those guys standing over the ball, man, like, and and in the putts on thirteen and sixteen, where they're waiting for each green to go, and you know now you're in the last four groups. And, you know, the pressure is on. Yeah. And it, it's just something to see, man. The, the people were tremendous, and I give the, the players all the credit. It was, it was fantastic. There's something that's hard to explain, but the silence of that many people is, oh. is incredibly intimidating. It, you just feel, you feel the presence of 40,000 eyes. And I go back to the old Paul Lazinger line I've referenced a lot that everyone wants to be noticed, but not everyone is comfortable being watched. And, you know, I get, I, again, I get the Mito criticism, but hopefully people give him the nod because he stood there and he took it and he answered questions. And, you know, yeah, was- I, I, I give him, he played phenomenal golf. And at the worst possible moment, he made a double and it cost him, the, the, you know, his first big opportunity on the stage. The playoff, the playoff format for the PGA is awesome. And this, this venue was perfect because yeah. thir- 13 was a short par five, 17 is a drivable par four, and then 18 is an absolute beast of a par four. So it, you couldn't have asked for anything more. And, and you could have actually asked for one, one thing more, and that's to get out of there before Tuesday. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, yeah, it Sunday got a little, uh, Grim. frustrating, Grim. a little frustrating as, um, you know, all the crew is, is having, you know, a Sunday night cocktail and words coming in person by person, their flights canceled, their flights canceled. So we got another extra 24 plus hours in, uh, Tulsa and, there you go. uh, we got through it and I, I thank you. I thank you everybody, uh, for the perseverance, but, uh, yeah, we got back, got back in, uh, in time to pick up the kids from school. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was do we, good. Do we ever figure out where that, the, that Gotham bridge was that they blew up <laughs> over the river? Like do we ever, anyone ever sort that out? I didn't I mean, get the research on that. I don't, you know, we forgot to ask Bunky. What's the story with that bridge? It's, it that goes halfway across ends. the river. You're not allowed to swim in or walk in, and then it just stops. It's did the penguin blow it up, and so that Batman couldn't get <laughs> over here to the meeting place side of Tulsa? What are we doing? And there's, I don't, know, you know what? Um, Southern Hills is awesome. The people that with the fans were incredible. Couldn't have been nicer. Unreal. Thanks to everybody that said, hey, and thanks to everybody that said stuff about Otis. It just doesn't stop. Uh, mm. Appreciate your kindness on that one. And it was, it was, I mean, it's, it was, I, I just I love being out there. I appreciate the kindness about the coverage. You guys seem to enjoy the way we do our thing. It's a treat to be with David Duvall, Dave Fleming, Bobby Shusen, Curtis Strange, et cetera. Enjoyed it. Uh, important question about the broadcast. I noticed uh-huh. you – diving into the refrigerator and the compound before we left every night yeah. to grab some libations. Those libations, obviously diet Coke. I'm not asking for a total number, yep. but you know, you're on the air for 12 hours. Yep. Let's just say Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say we averaged one an hour? I didn't get to a dozen. I don't think, but I, I went through, I went through a, a clean sixer of the bottles Um and that has nothing to do with the extras we had in the morning or after. I don't think I reached the John Daly number. I feel like the, there was somebody tweeted out that Daly had like 21 cigarettes, 14 Diet Cokes, and six packs of peanut M&Ms. How's he, how's he upright? I, I don't know. I mean, I he's, know. he's been doing it a long time, man. He, he, knows, he, knows how to, he knows how to calibrate the engines. Uh, we definitely got the double digits every day. And, okay. um well, I've got that one hardwired. I figure that out. I mean, when you start on ESPN Plus, you know, and you, your wake up calls five, whatever, you just you need a, a cooler at your feet, ice mm-hmm. ice water in there, because that keeps the drinks the coldest. And you just have a nonstop couple of two or three in there, probably you know every every hour or so you're popping one back, and uh, and you make it, <laughs> make it to make it to nighttime when you get back and you go to. Jimmy John's for dinner and the people look at you and they shake their head and say, we're closed. I'm like, I can see you. And you call the pizza place and they say, no, no, we, our delivery person's card broke down and there's not delivering. And you call the in-room dining and no one answers. And oh. then around 11, after you finally get connected, someone brings a steak to your room and you eat a hunk of meat and lay in the bed at midnight. Then you wake up at five the next day and, Start over. It happens. Living on tolls the time. Uh, so that was that was the PGA Championship. Uh, but Rochester next year. Yeah, can't wait. Garbage plate. That's a big thing up there. Uh, me and you will. Me and you and how great's John McGinnis? By the way, that man is a complete legend. Just I, a, I have no other word, no, no other word to describe him, other than legend. Storyteller. 
As I said oh. on the broadcast, after Wright Thompson does a piece, if you hear John McGinnis, it's like, is it John McGinnis or Wright Thompson? I can never tell for sure. But they both sound kind of the same. <laughs> Wright Thompson, who has the single greatest quote of all time about Twitter. Yes. If I wanted somebody I don't know to tell me, you on my phone in my pocket. <laughs> Why would I want to let somebody I don't know tell me you on my phone in my pocket? So he quit Twitter. That's right, Thompson, oh. not not John McGinnis. But Johnny Maggs is out there with us. Great. Marty Smith, I'm forgetting who else was out there. Gene Wojciechowski, uh, Billy Kratzer, Andy North, and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's good fun. But now we're back, and now we hunker down and look towards the finish line. We get between the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs, and it's funny, not going until the middle of July this year because of the no bubble and no slowdown. It's sort of like, whoa, we, we get to July, and then it's starboard. Let's go. <laughs> Who are the old guys? Looks like Stanford Steve and his pals are back. So oh. make, make plans accordingly, Monty. Sort us out. We also got swim season on the horizon. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. We're gonna see. We got some. Okay. Got some. Got some question marks in our about. Uh, I'm hoping. Okay. I'm hoping. Before we move on, I want to quickly mention another podcast to check out: the Low Post with Zach Lowe. Probably already know about it. If you don't, Zach dropped a new episode on Monday, reflecting on how the Warriors have made it back to the doorstep of another trip to the NBA Finals, and talking to ESPN's Tim Bontemps about the Eastern Conference Finals. Follow the low post with Zach Lowe wherever you listen to podcasts. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. So far, the Stanley Cup playoffs are great every night, and the NBA playoffs are just, they feel like February basketball. Booty. It's the strangest thing. It is. I, I hope the finals are good because the, the number of decent games we've had in the conference championship round has been, I mean, I don't say none, but kind of. Games just haven't been haven't been great. And Mark Cuban's thing about the how the play-in wrecked it because it's every other night, I don't think the play-in explains it all. But, like, at some point, just give them three nights. Give them two nights. Give them extra well, we're time. We're gonna have. We're gonna have it now. Finals. I understand yeah. that, but I'm saying for the conference, for the especially with the, like Miami as banged up as they are. I mean, Kyle Lowry getting off the bus can't walk. Mm. Jimmy Butler's knee hurts. Hero's groin's messed up. I mean, I don't know. Boston's got some sort of faith healer in the back because a couple games ago you had Marcus Smart roll his ankle. You had Tatum's shoulder hurt. They went in the back. Bang! They came back out. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I wish everybody were healthy because that could be a hell of a series. I, I'd like Boston in that series if, every, if if everyone was good, but they're not at the moment. And so we don't root for anything in this business, but if Boston wins, it means we have the whole holiday weekend off. So 
you know. No big deal. Just saying. <laughs> we root. We don't root for anything. But I'm just. I'm just saying that what the results are if if Boston were to win. And and as we record this late in this week, because Steve didn't get back from Tulsa uh, till I think yesterday or something, <laughs> uh, we're, we've got the we've got the Golden State uh, Dallas game tonight. Golden State could clinch. So by this time next week when we talk, obviously we'll have we'll have the finals up and going. If if we get Colorado and Edmonton, which after St. Louis is amazing comeback uh, on Wednesday night, who knows. But if we got Colorado and Edmonton, I feel like it would be just insane from, I mean, it could be one gong show after another. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, watching those things, people have talked about it plenty. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that I watch regular season NHL, but I've watched no, every it's, night. It's on. The Stanley it, Cup playoffs. Regular season hockey's on. We do, if, when the Caps, hey, what, let's, Caps are playing whoever, we get it up there. But, I mean, yep. and and – there's certain teams, I think Oilers and Avs. We've definitely watched a, 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 a fair amount, yeah. and it's just because I mean, let's just be honest. A guy like a guy like McKinnon, a guy like McDavid, they've each had goals like the one Mc, that McKinnon had the other night, and the one that McDavid had earlier in the playoffs, where it's just it doesn't even make any sense. And two big goons that have never skated in their lives can watch it and just go, give, show me that again. Um, yeah, but I mean, hey, look, give the Blues credit. They're down on the road, three goals in an elimination game, and they force a game six. That's spectacular. Um, so I, I got no rooting interest there, other than if it is Abs, uh, Oilers. I mean, it just feels like it would be wildly entertaining hockey. Uh, and then yeah. on the east, and then on the east side, we've got a two-two series playing tonight, and the Lightning are. I mean. I don't know what I don't know what you do with those guys. Champions. That's all I'll say. They've proved in two different circumstances why they are the champs. Coming back against Toronto and then just saying, "Here, have have a have a dose, Florida. You want to you want to you want to claim to a state title? Bring it on. We're the state champs." Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your parade after you beat the Caps and won your series. How about you don't win a game against us? I mean, good God. The, those dudes. Ch- you said it perfectly. You said it absolutely perfectly. There's a pedigree. There's an understanding. There's a DNA. All the different ways to kind of frame what winners do, and that's that's them. Also, Vasilevsky's mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, doesn't give up goals that matter, I no. guess. Uh, but I, I, whatever. I don't care who it is in the East, um, between Carolina or uh, or the Rangers. Just strap it on, boys. Buckle up, mm-hmm. um, because a team in the blue with a lightning bolt. Uh, there are a lot. There are a lot to get rid of. Do you got a little music in this morning? Yeah. No. I don't know if I want to get into this. It was. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna because the Ben Fold song. Good morning, son, about having a boy. And there's a line in it. You're so much like me. I'm sorry. And years ago, uh, when your boy was in kindergarten, I was mm-hmm. meant to get I was meant to get up in front of the, the, the families and the kids and do the itsy bitsy spider. And uh, I walked out there, everybody was eyeballing me. 
I looked around and said, I can't do it. And I ran. All I remember was it felt, I, I felt like I was in like a field and there was like a, there was a fence and I just ran towards like towards the fence. It's weird. I don't know what, I don't know what else I remember about any of this. It's just, I wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, Thursday morning, there was a performance and it was very early, but I mean, it's, it's my son. And he said, dad, we have a performance. I said, I got you, pal. Set the alarm. Didn't get a ton of sleep. Ready to go. Standing there this morning. My wife's there. My aunt actually came. She lives nearby. See my little guy. He eyeballs me. I see a smile. I smile at him. I'm like, all right, we're good to go. And then speaking of those tells, those poker tells, <laughs> every parent knows yeah. your kids got to tell. And he looked down at the ground and I saw him. I saw his little lip and I'm like, uh-oh. Mm. And my man went and stood on his little riser there and uh, he had no chance. He, he had, Steve, his, the top of his draws, he had pulled them up so they were above where his short line was because he was just in a state. And I'm, and I'm looking, I'm trying to get him to look at me to say, you're good. It's, it's okay. You're all right. I'm right here. But he, no, eyes never met mine again. And as the singing started, he just continued to shrink. And I thought he he's just gonna he's gonna lay down in a ball on this riser in front of all these people. And bless his teacher's heart, she was giving him a, the uh, you know, you got it, whatever. And I could see yeah. it, I could see it. I'm just it was I just I moved off to the side and went over and I'm like, you just get him out of it. I I wasn't gonna go pull him off the stage, but he yeah. needed he needed to not be up there anymore. And so he, he made his way over and bless his heart. The little guy just, he, uh, he couldn't go. He couldn't do his little number. And, and I said, I said, I said, Hey, so what happened, bud? He goes, I don't know. There's all, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Who are all these people? He's right. <laughs> exactly. And you, know what, right. and you know what you realize with COVID He's never done it. He doesn't know any of these people. They're all standing around in a circle looking at him. And now he's supposed to dance and perform like like a zoo animal. He's got nothing. No bid for that. And and I just I but it was just it as a parent, you want so desperately just. And so I, I just hugged him. And I tried to get him to stop hyperventilating and calm down. And then he was embarrassed because he just was like. Yeah. Uh, and and so when I picked him up, we had caught. We talked on the way home, and I said, "Buddy, I got to talk to you about something." He said, "I know what you want to talk to me about my performance. <laughs> his, his performance." Um, and I said, "Yeah." I said, "Listen, when I was little, um, I told him the itsy bitsy spider story," and he said, "You did?" I said, "Yep." I said, "I ran away. I wouldn't do it." And I said, buddy, you stood up there and you were trying your best. He's like, not really. <laughs> I said, I said, I got you, man. I, I understand. 
I know, I know how, how you're scared, but, but we're, look, we're proud of you because you walked out there and we're, we'll, we, the next time <laughs> and he's like, next time I'm like, no, no, there, there, there's, you know, no, 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 no. I, I just mean, I just said, look what, look what daddy does now. And I was like, do you know, I said, do you know what daddy does? He's like, I forget. I said, you don't know what I do. He goes, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You. I said, we talk about sport. Yeah, I know. I know. And I said, and there's lots of people that watch. And I said, I, I, it's not, I don't get nervous anymore. It's, you know, and I said, it, things won't make you nervous over time. You're used to it. Kind of, but just every, every parent can relate to Absolutely. that, to the tell, to the tell. Yes. And it's, and I, when I saw the smile, I was encouraged. I thought I was going to see that my, yeah. the, the clown prince version of my son, the one that likes to, you know, do kid stuff. And nope, I got the guy that was just like, who are all these people eyeballing me? And, um, and where they come from. And I would like to not be doing this. Where's my mom and dad. And so, you know, we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to, uh, we'll try to perform better at the next one, whenever that may be. So that's, that's how the performance went. We got there. Not, not really. We'll get there. We'll get there. Of course. I'm not, I'm not troubled. No, I'm not troubled. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, we're back at it. Memorial day. You going anywhere? Oh, you're going to lay low. I was just in Tulsa for 10 days. I'm good. I want to, I want to be home. Um, do your kids smash hot dogs? I got a bad feeling we're going to set a record Memorial Day weekend hot dog intake. That we, grill, I feel like it, it's been on since I got home. If it's they, just like, Daddy, fire up a hot dog. If they're grilled, I, yes. The little one, the little one, it's, it's at least, if you grill them, it's at least three. Does no he joke. Eat him in his hand like a Slim Jim. Of course he does. What is he? What do? What are we at, at a at a gala? What am I at the prom? I'm f- I'm four. Just pick him up in my hand and j- just eat him like an animal. Come on. Oh. Yeah, we're not. There's no manners here. It's just they'll double fist. There and, we and, go. And, and I'll give you that. I'll give you a, a grilled hot dog is a tasty treat. So good. You microwave it. That's not, nah, I mean, no, that's, come on. I'm just, I'm, but I'm saying like, he'll eat a microwave dog, but that's just one of those. You grill it and it's however many are made. <laughs> Get he'll the eat. tray out. Yep. <laughs> he'll eat them. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we got, we got, uh, we got big lax sure. weekend for university of Maryland. I appreciate uh, coach Tillman allowing me to chit chat with, with, uh, the fellas, but both the men and the women there, big, Big Lax weekend coming up for the uh, for the Turks. and then next weekend when we're back, we got to work this out. Mate, Dirty Turps baseball could be hosting a regional. You're damn right they might be. Let's go. Uh, I'm in. I, I, we're 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 invested on Turps baseball. I'll just put it at that. Futures. You got yes. one of those umbrella hats that's got like a sweatband, and then there's a big umbrella that's on top of it. No, you should get one of those, and we'll get no. one of those picnic, one of those folding chairs, and sit out there in the uh, in the outfield and with a hibachi next to your old dorm room. Yeah, what a dump! 
It's not funny. I lived in Ellicott Hall, and let me tell you what, it was a dump, and it probably probably still is. But when I went to Maryland, which was a billion years ago, the baseball team was not what they are now. They were not hosting regionals and uh, at the Bob. But it looks like we could uh, might have a little something going. Yeah. So uh, speaking of hats, I yeah. I went with Marty Smith. I know Marty wore his on TV. Mm-hmm. We got the same hat at the store. I the straw hat and, and talking about. I sweat right through it. It's it, it like disintegrated. It was it was disgusting. Disgusting. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta know what you sort of the lane you can be in. You got well, you, it has the nice elastic, you know, absorbing, no. and it just it's gone. No, you gotta sweat now. Out. It's, now it's the now it's the kids. Uh, it's the kids' cowboy hat for the house. <laughs> there you go. It's just not a loss. All's not lost. No. My man was out there just wandering with sweat towels. What a that was fun. Enjoyed enjoyed having you there. Yeah. Um and and enjoyed the the again the kindness of the folks out in Tulsa. And um you got anything else? We'll wrap this thing up. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. Everybody be safe this weekend. Have an awesome time. Memorial Day weekend is the best. Uh outdoor grilling outside. But if you play Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. I don't like you because I hate that song. There you go. That's 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 every it. week, every week, last week it was um, what's going on by Four Non Blondes. So plenty of people tweeting in saying they've heard it. Starbucks. It's actually pretty funny. So keep them coming. I, I get a kick don't, out of it because I don't have to hear it. Yep. I know that people's aggression. Don't play achy breaky heart and be safe out there. We're back next week at some point following Memorial Day, and uh, we will see you back here on SV Pod. Stay good until no then. Terps.